Turn your TV to channel 3 because it's time for the legend of retro podcast at bx8b.com. Welcome to the legend of retro. I'm your host, Jay. And this is Chops. I've returned from my long journey away in the land of Michigan. <laughs> a good land <laughs> it, I is would, a, yeah. it is a good land it's a wonderful land uh you are you are listening to episode five we're episode back five. we took a week off we, we were all in pack south except for jobs for me i was dying you know you're on your adventure in michigan yeah dying our homeland <laughs> and yeah yeah you were pretty sick my birth country but anyways guys we're back and we're gonna get uh we're gonna talking about some retro gaming um but before we do that I just want to say a huge thank you to our sponsor, DetroitBeardCollective.com. If you got a uh, beard and you need some goods, or you know someone, like your hubby, your boyfriend, whatever. You could be could be your girlfriend, too. You never know. You never know. But, hey, check out DetroitBeardCollective.com. They have all sorts of great products to make you look your best and make your face fur love you. That's right. So head over to DetroitBeardCollective.com, use the code BX8B on your checkout of orders $25 or more, and you will get 20% off your order. So thank you, Detroit Beard Collective. Let's get into it. Today, we have a very special guest. Not that special guest. He's very special. I mean, he's special. He's going to be here, like, all the time now. Yeah, I mean, special in remedial classes and, uh, you know, Uh, those sort of things. That kind of special. I don't know about that. Yeah. It's a good. Better than that. It's good to have him back in the studio. We're we're welcoming him back. Our producer Ethan. Hello. Welcome back. <laughs> hello, governor. Hey, 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 hello, hello, governor. How are you? Well, it's good to be back with my old mates down here in the studios. Just <laughs> fly me. So we're super excited. <laughs> <laughs> we're super excited that Ethan has relocated back to uh, this area of Michigan, and he's going to be, uh, you know, in the studio helping us, making sure we sound good, and uh, slapping us when we get uh, off track. Yep. With so, a fish. Yeah, fish slaps. It's nice to not have to send threats in the mail from two hours away, it is, so I can just yeah. be here to fist yeah. shake while the recording mm, is happening. I miss those fish shakes. Yeah, like an old man yelling at the clouds. Here's me with my fish <laughs> shaking at all three of you. So, guys, if you're new to the show, you can check out everything The Legend of Retro at thelegendofretro.com or just legendofretro.com. Or you can just go to bx8b.com. It all goes to the same place, guys. So check us out. We're a bunch of gamers that like to stream. We like to podcast. And, uh, you know, we like to cover gaming and, and put it back out there for the community. Yep, and on this show we talk about retro games. That's right. If you want to tune into some current news and current games, check out our other show, BXAB Podcast. It airs on Tuesday evenings. This one you're going to hear on Thursdays. There you go. Yeah, guys, and you can check out everything on the social media. We are the same across the board. BXAB Gaming. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. We're everywhere. So BXAP Gaming, look us up, have some fun. Like it, share it, comment it, rub it, touch lick it, it, pull it, pop it, pop it, <laughs> slam <laughs> it, <laughs> twist <laughs> it, <laughs> slap <laughs> it. It sounds, it sounds like someone's 
Every beat the shit out of it. <laughs> Burn it. Burn it to the ground. Okay, okay, let's bring it back in. Woo, okay. Bobby well. got a little water. Let me go down with Bobby today. That's Bob at the 18 and up edition. <laughs> Stroke it. Oh, my God. All right, so. <laughs> Milk it. <laughs> wow. Multiple ways you can do that, right? Mm. All right. Well, guys, here we are. Episode five. We're back. And we're gonna we're gonna focus on some action sports games. Action sports. So let's move into our topic. We're gonna we're gonna spend a minute here to uh, to just say um, we want to talk a little bit about Dave Mira. If you're not familiar with who Dave Mira is, uh, he was a legendary BMX biker. Uh, really took the sport to new levels and uh, BMX. BMX biking wouldn't be where it's at if it wasn't for Dave Mira. The reason why this is a big topic today uh, is that we did find out that Dave Mira has passed away uh, at 41 from apparently suicide. So um, it's, it's you know heavy on our hearts for someone that uh, we watched as we grew up and inspired us to to try things in the action sports world, uh, such as snowboarding and biking and, and skateboarding, all these things. But... Uh, you know, we just wanted to kind of take this episode and, and turn it into some of the positive points uh, in the gaming uh, that he's been involved in, that other other avenues, and also how it inspired us growing up. You know, things that we that we had. I think even Ethan, you you own a Dave Mira bike. I do. I I actually would fall maybe into the category of a poser. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> if if you may or may not remember, uh, they they're. There's a, a cemetery that's that's nearby the house I grew up in that there used to be bike jumps behind, and that was that was about the extent of my bike jumping. I used to go and jump bikes back jump there. Jump graves, um, <laughs> of course, jump <laughs> jump graves because it's extreme. Um, but uh, so I used to go back there with some friends and jump bikes and stuff. But I never was like deep into it on the trails all the time or going to the skate park with my BMX bike. But I I I wanted to, so I did get a Dave Mira signature Haro bike and uh, I got the bike and it was awesome. And then uh, like two years later, all my friends have cars. So I stopped riding a bike. <laughs> yeah. No, I know how that goes for sure. It's yeah. funny. Like that, that was the same with me. I, I rode Haro as well. And uh, I had a, a Dave Mira uh, signature bike. And I'll, the only thing I can always remember about it is North Carolina blue. I loved the color of this bike, but um you know, then you get your driver's license and bikes are stupid. And then what it was funny though, then like a few years after I had my license, bikes were cool again. Yeah. You know, all Look of a sudden, the little baby arriving his little baby yeah. bike. All of a sudden I was throwing my bike in my car and taking it places I could never take my, you know, get to with just my bike. So, um, but yeah, I, you know, obviously influenced us, uh, just being, being kids, having fun and call yourself a poser or not he influenced you to go to go have some fun and even if it was a little jump or a giant jump you tested yourself you pushed yourself you tried things that maybe you wouldn't have tried if it wasn't for watching someone like him on TV um so definitely you know very very powerful i, I used to watch him in the x games and just mm. in awe in, in complete awe of what he could do with this with with this bike so um you know we want to give uh, our condolences and, and best wishes to his wife and kids and we hope the best for them but uh you know, at the same time, we need to. There's no reports as to necessarily what caused this, 
but with this day and age of concussions and, and everything and, and, and action sports being a very aggressive and dangerous thing, you have to wonder, you know, it, could it have been something like that that, that drove this? So um, make sure, you know, we're going to talk a lot about fun things and stuff like that, but if you're out there trying this stuff, make sure you're wearing a helmet, make sure you're being safe, and, uh, you know, always protect that your head. So, and, and I did do a little bit of research because, uh, you know, we were talking about this earlier today. That's what inspired this, the show that uh, there were signs for a couple months leading up to Dave's suicide that he was very depressed and he had verbalized um, his unhappiness and not really knowing how to get a grip on his life post his biking career, uh, trying to work with children. That was what he was really trying to pour himself into, and it didn't quite click with him. So there was some very serious depression, some very serious things going on with him. And if in by any means you're listening to the show and you're feeling feeling in that sort of place, uh, you know, reach out to some people, reach out to some friends or reach out to us. We'd be happy to talk with you and, uh, you know, try and make sure that you're you're finding something positive in your life to keep you going. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, the rest of the show we're going to take and we're, we're going to talk about the, the positive side of Dave Mira, the positive side of action sports and, and, and within the gaming and just uh, really talk about uh, how we grew up around it. So would you say we're taking it to the extreme? To the extreme! The extreme! That was good. That was that. excellent. Yeah. I felt right. Yeah. It felt good in my throat. Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that felt good. Okay. Um, so we're we're gonna get started here. Let's uh let's let's just start off with an easy question, guys. We've all played some of these games and I wanna know what's your favorite action sports game that that you that you put the most time into. We'll start with Ethan. So this is actually going to lead into our Retro Relapse game because we did pick my favorite for our Retro Relapse game this week. So I won't dive too much into all the details, but Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Yeah, it was a, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1, revolutionary. Absolutely. You know, for the action sports genre, uh, it was a great game. Tony Hawk 2 took it to the next level. Uh, the gameplay was smoother. You had Build a Skate Park, which was amazing. That takes these, you know, me growing up playing on Legos and Kinects and building, and then all of a sudden I'm in a game building my own courses and playing in them. It was well beyond its time, and and it was awesome. Uh, Create a Skater also put in maybe some more almost RPG elements where you're you're building a skater, you're you're choosing the tricks, you're gaining stat points, and uh, that kept the replay value very high for me. And just great memories. Uh, just being a young young guy, I was probably about middle school when that game came out, and it was perfect. If uh, if the weather was bad outside, and my friend and I weren't out on the trampoline or trying to skate around or ride scooters, you know, around the neighborhood, we were inside, uh, you know, playing Tony Hawk. Yeah, absolutely. I would uh, I would have to say, I mean, Tony Hawk is is one I've played a ton of, but my favorite would have to be Amped, uh, which was for the original Xbox. And it was a snowboard game, but it was like the first time I played a snowboard game that where it felt like real. And and they and that was the point, you know. They they tried to um, bring all the real mountains, all sorts of real aspects to to your video game. And, and I at the time I was you know I'm huge into snowboarding, so it, you know in Michigan you only get so many months of snow, and then amped was my snowboarding fix throughout the warmer months so yeah i played a ton of that game that was on the original xbox right it was, Origi- was it a launch title it was a launch title yeah launch title had never heard of it and then got a hold of it with my xbox and, I, and that was my favorite game on my xbox for the longest time but uh and then you know it followed up with amp 2 and then amp 3 was a disaster but 
Um, yeah, I loved that game. I put so much time into it, and and snowboarding in general. You know, I go back to Cool Borders, and I go back to Snowboard Kids. You know, I was always not a big SSX tricky, uh, not a big SSX fan at all. Oh, I love it. I love SSX. Yeah, and that was because I liked the realism over the arcade feel of SSX. So for me, I was more like. I wanted to feel more legit, so that way when I, and I took my snowboard out and I pulled something off that I pulled off in the game, it was like super cool to me. Or... Again, when you're a poser like me, SSX is like the <laughs> pinnacle. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Chops? Uh, I have to agree with with Ethan and the Tony Hawk realm, but like one of the earliest ones I remember is Cool Borders, and mostly cool <laughs> mostly because I was young when it came out. There were a lot of flashy colors. Um, and I love winter, so I just love winter sports in general, hockey, anything winter is uh, I love. But uh, and and I was terrible at the game, and and I played it all the time because I kept wanting to be better at it and figure it out. Um, and and I just I just love the the I because I could I'm terrible. Okay, I was I'm a fat kid. <laughs> Balance is not one thing I have, so. Trying anything outdoors, skateboarding, rollerblading, anything with wheels that involve me coordinating with the machine, uh, it's not going to happen. So, right. like, I always envied a snowboarder because it was just cool because it, it was very isolated. It's like your own thing. You're experiencing the speed, this this one-on-one kind of reaction with nature in a way that no one else can really share. Um so I, that's why I really enjoyed Cool Borders. And, like, skateboarding was neat because it, was, it seemed like a more communi- community kind of thing. You know, other skateboarders helped other skateboarders develop new tricks or, or gave them tips and ideas of, of how to do different things. And there was a lot of cool mechanics involved in the equipment, you know, in your tracks and your deck and all, or your trucks and your deck. Um, but Cool Borders was one that I, I just played a ton because it just it, I wanted to do it in real life, but I never did. Yeah, I I mean, but you did at some point because you just made reference that you're a big, you're a bigger person, and you weren't coordinated. Which means oh, I've tried things. Which means you put yourself <laughs> on a skateboard before. I've put myself on a skateboard. Right. I've tried skiing. I've tried rollerblading. Yeah, failed at every single one of these yeah. things. Well, see, skiing was your first problem. You just put yourself oh. on a snowboard. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I totally agree with you. I think I think the community piece of it was is very important because you had. You have a an action action sports back in that time was not mainstream. It no, wasn't it, popular. It, 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 Red Bull didn't exist. You know, you didn't have these things that drove it on mains. You know, primetime TV. Well, and people thought so, like a lot of people thought of it as just like a waste of time. There was no or, real or rebellion. It was a very yeah because you because in in the from what I saw as a kid. So obviously my influence is very directed. And, and closed because of my age at the time, but it was those people who questioned or did their thing. You know, they didn't they didn't listen to people, which you don't really have to. But because they didn't listen to people, it's because it caused problems, and that and it developed a negative stigma for our, you know thing with skateboarding. But like, yeah, it's so same it's with so snowboarders. Like so when I started now. snowboarding, guess what? People, people did not like me. No, yeah, they did not for like. For no reason, you'd be on the same slope as a skier, and and they did not like you. Um, you know, so then when the game started to come out, you know, like well, and like when the when the sports became more mainstream, and I think the Olympics have a lot to do with that too. It helps, uh, sure. You know, and, and like people like Tony Hawk and Dave yeah. Mira, these figures who come out as 
regular people, regular cool people, down to earth people that do these awesome sports. It helped legitimize everything. Yeah, for sure. So, all right. So, there's some of our favorite games, uh, definitely from the from the action sports. And and you know something that's funny is you, you don't see that genre really as much anymore. We just saw Tony Hawk. What five just flop? Yeah, but that was whoever was making it. They had oh no idea God. what made the games fun. Yeah, that that game was. I was so pumped to see that come back, and when we got early access to it here uh, at BXAB, and it just, I was so bummed because I was I was ready to buy that game. I was too. I was yeah. ready to de- to devote all my time into yes. that game, and because like I played the shit out of all the Tony Hawk games because I competed with my brother who was huge into all that stuff. I competed with him. For scores and for completions yeah. and for moves that you could land, and I wanted that feeling again, yep. and because it was so sad. Something that and that's another great point about these games and why they were so much fun is that they were great. I don't even want to call them party games. They were great competition games. Oh yeah, you would play this game for for hours upon hours by yourself and have a blast. But at the same time, your buddy would come over and you guys would go. You'd go at it. You'd have you know. You'd have a high well, score, there was, there was high tag. score challenge, tag, all yeah, all sorts of cool modes um, that you just you don't get in other games. So that was that was a cool aspect, and it's just surprising to not see it in the gaming industry nowadays. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I I mean, there's if so then I guess my question is if you could see a game come out like re, get get a HD remix of a classic. Action sports game. What would it, what would you pick? I'd want a good Tony Hawk. Like I'd love Tony Hawk Five to be good. Yeah. Uh, which they did, you know, release a huge patch for it, and but it doesn't sound like it fixed anything. Uh, you know, I obviously I would love to see if if they brought back if Microsoft because I believe it was a Microsoft uh, owned product. If Amped came back, I would instantly give it a try. Uh, just just simply off the name. You know, and hopefully it wouldn't be a turd. But I don't know. I would amp would be a big one for me, and then I don't know. Well, you got one? Yeah, absolutely. If if I were to be able to go home and see that there was an SSX game on the PlayStation <laughs> Network, I'd hit download. I wouldn't think twice. Um, the one on the SSX that was on the Wii was trash because you had to like draw with the Wii remote yeah. to do the tricks. It was stupid. They, they tried to take the gimmick too far with that. Uh, but SSX three, I think it was on the GameCube. If they released something that was in any way like that, it, I love that you could do racing, you could do tricks. You could, there was just a lot of, uh, game modes that all felt very fun. And I know that, you know, even if there's just a snowboarding game that captured a little bit of that, yeah, I'd, I'd be into it. Not necessarily the craziness of SSX, but just something that captured the the fun of it with you know the accessibility that it was easy to learn how to play, but just fun. I I buy it instantly. I'd love to see here. You know, a jot like within the action sports, we only saw three or four BMX. I guess I should say decent BMX games. You know, Dave Mira games were solid. Dave Mira Triple X maybe not so much, <laughs> but. You know, the first couple were really good, and that was during during Tony Hawk's height too, which when they were, in my opinion, the best as well. But if you if you, if saw, you like the Tony Hawk games, Matt Hoffman, Matt Hoffman, the Matt Hoffman yeah. game, which had the same mechanics and same build as right. Tony Hawk. But imagine what they could do with a BMX game now. Well, it's the same thing with like snowboarding 
and skateboarding, how crazy it is in the Olympics now with those huge downhill slopes, and they fly for like 50 feet. <laughs> More than that. Or whatever yeah. it is. It's, they're literally flying. Yeah. They're literally yeah, flying. They're flying like, like hundreds this, and hundreds of feet. It's to crazy. Get, what if you, cause like, to get like a, a first person VR. Of oh, that, VR would be That would cool. be crazy. Yeah, VR would be insane. That would be awesome. But at the same I'd time, throw I throw up all over the place. Imagine with like graphics and everything we're at, and 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 like you brought up, um, uh, Ethan brought up level de- uh, building, you know, development with like games that we've seen now. What you can do, like example, Doom coming out, right? And and the, how you're gonna be able to build a whole level. Imagine what you could build now, where they digitally scan cities for God's sakes, and put and, you know. So now all of a sudden it's like cool. We digitally scanned. Uh, eight cities. You can dissect those cities and build your own city to skate in. That'd be cool. How cool would that be? What yeah. it, think about just talking about if they came out with a new amped or a game like that, uh, taking the visuals of Hoth from the new <laughs> Battlefront games. It looks beautiful. Hoth looks beautiful in those games. Yeah. And if you were to be able to bring in, you know, just riding a slope down that, I'd, I'd well, be in awe. I'd the same thing awe. with like weather effects. You know, absolutely. Like. You have you're biking, and then there's a little bit of rain. So then you you have to try to deal with skid, you know, skidding, yeah. or trying to build up speed down certain, you know, like like there's so many cool environmental things that you could do also that would affect the gameplay in a completely different way. Just like with racing games now, sure, absolutely. where they have uh, you know different types of weather that affect the tires and the tread on the on the road and yeah. everything. I just wonder though too, like we love these games, you know, we, we, like you said, we, for our retro relapse, it's Tony Hawk Two. And the big thing that we noticed is that the game didn't look like it didn't. It wasn't terrible. It didn't. It aged great. Yeah, it aged great. And so, like sometimes I wonder though, like as much as like it would be cool to have a super HD current game, like would it be too much? Is it too much for that that style of game? Like like the fun factor of a Tony Hawk game doesn't mean it has to look real to me. You know, like no. So let's talk about a current game, Ali Ali. Ali Ali is fantastic. See, I never played Ali Ali. Okay, so there's Ali Ali and Ali Ali Two. I haven't played Ali Ali Two yet. I yeah. got Ali Ali as part of the the humble bundle. It's on the so DS. good, and yeah, and the, and it is a current game, but it it's very it's eight bit or or very I don't even well if you want to consider it eight bit. Yeah, it's very basic. It looks like an early Windows game. Yes, is a side from the side. It's view, a right? side view. So the mechanics are similar enough to like a Tony Hawk game or a. Scanning game you'd be familiar with, where you you know you hold the circle pad down and you push it up to to jump, and then you do different you do different movements with the circle pad to do different tricks in the air, and it's it's like a quick downhill run, and you have actually different goals to do throughout the different level, and you want to do combos. Uh, it was just a very cool little game. I think it's actually on mobile, maybe. It might be. I don't on know mobile. if it hit mobile, but I I played it on the PS4 and the Vita, and um, so the cool the difference on my side was that they, they integrated both joysticks. So one would be for like to get you moving and stuff, and the other one would you you'd hold down to Ollie, and, you know, you flip up and then and then pushing in different directions on the other joystick, along with some trigger pulls, was everything. The X, all your buttons on top of the controller were pretty much. Uh, eliminated by doing it all by motion, which made oh, it, cool. which made it really fluid and cool. So when you had to do sp- specific moves or or combos, chain things together, and on top of it, it's like it starts off normal, and all of a sudden you're grinding on like giant robots and you're grinding on dinosaurs, and you know, so like the worlds are super fun, the music's super fun, 
the, the game is just again it's very basic not it's not um, graphically amazing but I sat there and played it for hours oh, yeah, it's, uh, a, it's, it's a gr- it's super addicting so yeah I I had a blast with that game and now so this game kind of harks back to retro sports action games but I think one of my fondest memories of these action sports games that we've played is the like the the fact that like Tony Hawk is 90s. Yeah. You know, or yeah. 2000s. Like it, it like it epitomizes that era. And I love the fact like I love that feeling I get when I play the game because of the soundtrack, because of like the slang or the or the the way that the thing looks. I love the feeling I get from those games because it puts me right back into that age when I first played it. Yeah, absolutely. Not to go too far off, but those action sports games, how much music did that yes. introduce you to? I can think of songs from, like, I keep mentioning SSX3. I can mention songs and bands from that I experienced. The first several Tony Hawk game. Uh, it's not real well known on this show, but for most people in my life, I'm a huge metal fan and the first time I heard Motorhead was playing Tony Hawk 3 as a, as a child. So, that, I mean, that's huge. Ace of Spades, that's a huge song, but that introduced me to a band that is legendary. And you just think about all the great music from those games. And that's that's part of it. It's part of the atmosphere. It's part of the era. And it's part of the attitude of extreme action sports. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, it, the music drove... Like it was another driving factor to like motivate you and push you. Like, and all of a sudden, like you just said, you would grab your real skateboard, you'd run outside, and what would you have on? You'd have headphones on playing the damn song that you just yeah, the listened soundtrack. to. Yeah, the yeah. soundtrack that you were just listening to in Tony Hawk. Uh, you know, making you feel like a super, you know, superhero, uh, hero, being able to uh, to do things and mm-hmm. then and then falling on your ass. But, um, yeah, I, and that's again music. Not to say there's no new games that that, no, that right. have impressive, you know, score, but when we played Tony Hawk Two, it was inst- instantaneous. I just kept singing the songs. Yeah. I remembered them all. It was so like you like back when you played it, you liked the music, sure, but now to realize how impact how impactful that was well, to it's that seared game. in my my yeah. memory. So that's super cool, and I remember that. I I also remember that in other games. Like I feel like. Older sports games, mm-hmm. you know, like we're, we're more focused on trying. Like I remember the actually here one of my favorite bands, Seether. Yeah. I I I figured out who Seether was because of a because of a hockey game. Yeah, you know, and, and then I realized that oh they have more songs, you know. <laughs> so, uh, and I realized oh wow this is kind of a weird like like this is a weird group to have on a hockey on a hockey game. You know, once you listen to their other music, but still. Uh yeah, that that is something of that era for sure. But I don't know. I um I still look like I look back to as far as me being a gamer and and like I gamed when I was young, but that era that you're talking about is where I think I became a gamer. Where mm-hmm. I where I became where I fell and said I can't think of a time in my life where I won't play games. And so when you think of those games and you think of that, it, it really it, it makes you. Pre- every time I play a game now, or every time I look at my shelf and wall of games, and you you come across a Tony Hawk, or you come across the Cool Borders, 
or even like a Greg Hastings paintball, right? <laughs> Which was terrible. <laughs> but when you come across it, and and you and those were just like some of the highlight moments in like my childhood gaming life, you know. And then watching it inspire me to do things outside. Like, oh, people would always tag you as. Oh, you play video games. You need to get outside and do things. Video games like drove me to go outside and do things. You know, I'd go play. This is off topic, but I'd go play an X Men game, and then my friends and I would go outside and pretend to be X Men and, and build our own story. You know, but it's because I think games kept you know inspired imagination, inspired you to to dream and to and to be like be bigger and and try things that are be, what you thought might be beyond you you know it's created this generation of people that have done amazing things like Dave Mira like you know these people that have come out and just shown us that you know the only limitation that you can set on yourself is 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 what you put on yourself it's nothing to do with oh you know no we can't do that it's physically impossible uh, you know, to a point, I should say. Right, don't right. Don't go jumping There's, off. Yeah. Don't go jumping off a building yeah. because you think you can fly and then come sue me. I'm not right, saying that. Right. Okay, but I'm just you know, it was always impressive to see Tony Hawk do something that no one else in the well, world. Well, the first has time ever he did the 900. Done. Yeah. Wow. You know, and because of him, the next generation that that came out and and did even more. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we're at we're on to rotations now that I'm like. How do you even know what you're doing in the air anymore? Like, how yeah. do you land and and how is and, your brain? Yeah, get itself it's back crazy. straight when you hit the ground. So yeah, and and the jumps are bigger and everything's higher. And but the sad part is the, the gaming side of it has seemed to kind of die. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't have you don't have that. And I thought I thought Tony Hawk being involved in this game. It wasn't just his name slapped on Tony Hawk Five. You know he was involved, and I really so I really thought here it is. This could be a good, you know, rest, restart. But what is the what is the worst outside of Tony Hawk Five? What's the worst uh, that you can remember picking up and just being like, "Oh my goodness, how did this get made?" Or or what is one game that was like it was like really frustrating or just a a grievance? What is an action sports game that you have a grievance with? I can think of one. Okay, if, if you guys need a second to think, ten eighty I mean, snowboarding. 1080 I snowboarding. I love 1080. Oh, I just forgot. That's a great game. 1080 snowboarding. Loved that game. My, my grievance is you had a life meter. <laughs> that's true. You did. And that's why really? it wasn't fun because you, you're going <laughs> oh, down the God. hill. You hit a tree. You run into a rock and you do that yeah. a couple times and you're like, you're out of the race. Like, yeah. oh, come on. Like I played the shit out of that oh, game. Oh, was, my God. I forgot all about that game. 1080. Did they do you have, have it? Do you have they, it upstairs? I do have did it Did they have that in the arcades? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Uh, no, no, I think it was SSX. SSX was in there. No, I thought they had. There was in there the was a snowboard game in the arcade. The only there was. arcade style, like I, the skateboard one, like this. That's we actually stand on the skateboard. That's the only oh, one I, I remember that one. being. In, oh yeah, have, there was a snowboard one like have, that too. Yeah, there was. They have that game at the pinball pizza. Well, the East snowboard Lansing. one was yeah. a racing game. It was. Yeah, it, it was a downhill snowboarding. Much tricks. You would crouch and you would actually gain speed and. And, and I actually thought of another grievance, another grievance with another extreme sports game. Okay. Sort of. Nagano Olympics 98 on the N64. <laughs> grievance. That was okay. just a terrible just game. a terrible <laughs> game. There's no Playing grievance the there. Just don't Play- make that game. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the snowboarding and that was atrocious. Oh, yeah, geez. that was bad. Uh, my, I guess my my grievance, I already brought it up, is Greg Hastings paintball. Okay. <laughs> I was so, bu- like, like, okay, I go to school. 
And inside my textbook was a paintball magazine, and I would just sit there and, and like, my, I would look at these paintball magazines so much that the, the pages were falling out of them, okay? I was obsessed. Playing in real life, having a blast, and then, oh my god, they're putting a paintball game on the Xbox. The Xbox, the graphics are the best I've ever seen. Like, this game's going to be amazing. It's going to be so realistic. I think I played, like, two matches and then never played that game again. I was like, this is the worst adaptation of something that happens in real life. Like, you know, Tony Hawk was fun. Like, could you do things in Tony Hawk that people couldn't do in real life? Absolutely. Of course. But Greg Hazing Paintball was like, I don't know, like, I can't even explain it. It was like, you move left, right, forward, back. There was no, like, fluidity to, to the game at all. And, uh, like, the paintball, like, shooting was like, and I was like, what? what is this? What is this? And, like, you know, they tried to be realistic. So they tried, like, where you had to arc your shots and stuff, you know, to make sure you could hit your... It was bad. It was, like... Uh, it was terrible. I it, hated it. I hated it so much. Paintball sort of seems like one of those things that people are like, oh, yeah, you know what I really like? Shooting video games. You know what I don't actually like? Actually getting shot. Oh, maybe paintball would be that nice, you know, bridge in between. Oh, well, it's yeah. an activity that doesn't involve actually dying, but it gets you up and moving. And you get to actually shoot things. Yeah. So it almost seems like it's sort of backwards to take an activity that's, you know. Oh, when I think about it now, I think a paintball game is the dumbest idea ever. <laughs> oh, of course. Okay, because hundred percent, especially nowadays when you have these games like Call, of, games Call of Duty and all these shooters that are just crazy. But paintball is the sport gamers went and did. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. You no, know, because because yeah. you could win by not running around a ton. You could run yeah. around. Yeah. But realistically, if you're really good at shooting and you had the best stuff, that's you, what it was. You could probably Re- win no problem. Realistically, if mom and dad bought you the very expensive angel or yeah. shocker and you could shoot 16 to 20 balls a second, uh, yeah, you were gonna fuck up all the kids with the spiders. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah, the 99 dollars special that wasn't gonna stand a chance against you. You just laid down paint. You know, your parents gave you money. And you let the poor kids run around <laughs> to shoot them. Let the peasants go yeah. fight your war. Uh, right. <laughs> but in all honesty, like like paintball was a is a blast. It's an adrenaline rush. It, 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 you know, people. I had a, I loved it. But the, the video game, the more like when when as a kid, I was like, I love paintball. Paintball video game, yeah. Now I think about it, I'm like. That has got to be one of the dumbest ideas ever. And they made like four of the four. Yeah, of them. they did. They could not have sold well. But they, yeah, I don't know. And I'm dead. a little curious because I never played it, but wasn't in the Tony, in the franchise, like, well, let's just call it Tony Hawk Light Games because I think maybe Sean White had a snowboarding game in that series. Oh, yeah, there was oh, a Sean White snowboarding what? game. Was it like Ooh. Kelly Slater or something that had a surfing he game? Did. Yeah, yeah, he did. I was like, that doesn't look fun at all. Yeah, yeah no, it wasn't. <laughs> Like, I don't want to play a surfing video game one bit. I think I played it at a video game store, and, like, there's times where you can see sharks or dolphins and stuff in the water, and all I did was, like, jump off to see if I could be eaten. Yeah, right. (laughs) That was what I did, like, because the game was so boring, and it looked terrible. But, yeah, oh, my God. That that was... And then, you know, uh, (laughs) not necessarily a grievance, but just a weird decision. Dave Mira Triple X. Yeah. Okay. As in triple X, as in yes, you can ride your bike nude. 
what year did that come out? Like 2003, maybe? Right, yeah. It's right, probably right. about four years too late. Like, that game yeah. would have been killer in 1999. It been, you're right, you're right. <laughs> With it an all been. Limp Biscuit soundtrack or something <laughs> oh, like that? Man. Or an all ICP yeah. soundtrack, and you could ride Jeez. a bike naked through a dumpster. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like that oh, would have been sweet. But in, by yeah. 2003, we were, you know, I think we were beyond that a little. Uh, yeah, for sure. As a, as a society, <laughs> that that game was a detriment to society. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Another grievance, real quick. This is more relevant, more recent, but to go with Tony Hawk Five is that it's not a grievance. It's actually more of like a. I, I found it amusing, actually. Tony Hawk Five was so bad that the creators of Skate and Skate Two, which were very good skateboard games, uh, believe both on the 360 era <laughs> they really they re-released them onto the uh onto the online right. market on sale for like dirt cheap and literally came out and said um we're sorry if you spent your money on tony hawk come come play skate it's better <laughs> like legitimately that was their marketing like i'm not making those that wording up that was something i read i was like wow that's pretty ballsy just yeah. to come out there and say it they want to make another skate game they'll get customers that's that way. true yeah but skate was a good game but yeah not necessarily retro um another good skate game that's underrated thrasher yeah oh yeah thrasher i, I love skate or die i mean I, if you want to go back mm-hmm. go back as far as i can think of as far as uh i can't remember the i can't remember anything about skate or die oh you can't it was bad i think i remember it someone in a leather jacket <laughs> Is that was that right? Uh, like a punk in a leather jacket? <laughs> I think you're just talking about like a greaser. Yeah, yeah like you're talking about greaser? the 1950s. <laughs> yeah, maybe I am. <laughs> very likely yeah. that I am. Yeah, take paper boy, remove the bike, add a skateboard, and and you don't throw it's, and you don't throw papers. You just kind of jump over. Is paper boy an action sports game? I mean, technically, ooh, yeah. ooh, good, good question. question. I would say I mean, yes. I think it's a fantasy. You do <laughs> jump sports game. You do jumps. Yeah. You throw things and you dodge things. You throw yeah. things at old ladies that chase you with like squeegees. And you can and wheelie, animals. can't you? What'd you say? I think you can wheelie, can't you? Maybe in Paperboy two. two. Yeah. Yeah. And you can also throw hit hit that pig with the newspaper and he runs off the skewer. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's pretty. It's pretty extreme. Yeah, I I would give it that. Yes, it falls into that category. Because okay. at the end, after you do your paper route, give you end up on the obstacle course. Yep. Yeah. You have to you know, j- jump over the the like hoops. Yeah. And, and there's you have, like you laser beams. You have to go, certain, have to go yeah. certain speed, otherwise you'll fuck up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Excite bike. Excite bike falls into it for sure. That's Mot- something I'm terrible at. Motocross games, I was terrible at. Why? I just I I just wanted to ride the motorcycle and yeah. like just take a big jump. I'm like I don't really want to do tricks. I this think my big be. thing with, <laughs> but with I didn't motorsports really and and anything w- w- it was that I always wanted to go fast. Yeah, and, that's it. And and the brake button didn't exist to me. Yeah. So if there was turns involved, it, it usually revolved me like crashing or or ride or riding the wall until I was on another straightaway. What about and I think I have the name right, Wave Racer. Ooh, yeah. Wave Race, Wave Race sixty four. That's a racing game, I know, but, but no, you but, did tricks. Oh, in it. absolutely, you did I tricks. loved Wave Racer sixty four. Yeah, that's absolutely a, loved game. it. That's an, a very underrated game on, yeah. on the sixty four. Oh yeah, yeah, that game I played Launch so title, right? much. Launch title, Launch yep. title. Wave Race sixty four. I played no, it so wasn't. much. It was an early title. Didn't it? Sure? Didn't the sixty four just launch with Mario sixty four and Pilot Wings? Yes, but it was early. Yeah, okay. Wave Race yeah, maybe not a launch. Yeah, I can't call it a launch title, but first it was... First generation yeah, of games. Yeah, first generation for sure. And it was a blast. That game was so much fun. And I think that they come up with the arcade one where you're on a 
fake. Uh, they had a stand up uh, rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't way race, but it was right. It was something yeah, like that. Um, something like you didn't get to do tricks, but yeah. But no, yeah, Wave yeah, Race, Wave Race is so good. Yeah, it was a good game. Man, uh, 64 in general had a lot of good... Well, I mean, that early 2000s, 90s era, you know, it, it, with those Tony Hawk games and yeah. all that stuff. I, I just remember playing... I, I played Tony Hawk on the 64. Yeah. And what was it, Tony Hawk 3, maybe? And I think it came in like a yellow cartridge, too. I don't... Or something like that, but... I don't think 3 ever you can made play the, the first one. One and 2. Yeah. 1 and 2 made it to the 64. Okay, okay. But yeah, that yeah that was sixty four was fun. The controller worked well for like the ten eighty games and the things mm-hmm. like that. They, they they worked well uh, for that. I as much as you hated ten eighty, ten eighty was was fun. I remember I, playing a ton of that game and Snowboard Kids. You one, one and thing, one and two. You're five years older than me, and I'm not good at video games thanks, as an adult. Thanks for pointing it out. I which means that. I was terrible at video games for, as a child. <laughs> so well, you were you know I was. 10 and you were 15 so you were capable of playing it and I'm like I'm 10 also you was running into the walls and die yeah that's true yeah, just yeah. like now yeah <laughs> that's in true real, too I'm 27 I run into the walls and die <laughs> yeah so alright alright well guys I, we didn't I, I obviously have like a ton to focus on here but we wanted to talk about action sports games we wanted to give a little uh, tribute to, to Dave Mira and uh, you know I think um, I would love to like you. your first question you asked Chops, I would love to see uh, that genre come back a little bit mm-hmm. and and actually get get it right on like Tony Hawk Five. Unfortunately, I think Tony Hawk Five may have killed that genre for a little it bit. Probably did. <laughs> we won't see anything for a little while. Um, but who knows? Snow. There's. Oh, you know what I played? I, real quick, I played a snowmobile racing game that was pretty decent. I don't remember the name of it because recently. It, yeah, I remember the name of it because it's because it's like one of the famous snowboard. Guys, and I'm not or not snowmobile. snowmobile guys, and I John Deere. No, that's, no, no. <laughs> Kawasaki. Yeah, <laughs> but that that was pretty fun uh, to see. Just to see, like again, I haven't ridden a lot of snowmobiles, but it's one of those things. Like I just told you about, like I play it and I go, man, and, I, and I've always thought snowmobiling looks fun, right? But the mm-hmm. game, I was like, man, I really kind of want to try it now. So, uh, guys, I went out and bought a snowmobile. Oh, are you going to drive it in right now? No. Unfortunately, we don't have much snow in Michigan this year. It's yeah. been one of those mild winters. Yeah, of summer. course. It's because I bought a snowmobile. Probably. Sucker. Yeah, that's how it goes. Last time I bought a snow, uh, a brand new snowboard, it was the, the last drought. We, it was the last mild winter that we had. So, If, if you want to feel good about yourself, though, just really well up with pride as a human being, knowing that if you went to a dealership and bought a snowmobile, you probably helped feed that guy's family. Yeah. you know no one was selling snowmobiles this way. Oh, yeah. That's true. Also, another point to make real quick about about oh, these God. games. Snow, so, like, snowboarding, right? I I bought two snowboards in my life, and, the, the, the like, I bought more than that, but the two that I bought were because I saw them in the game. And that was another thing, like you said, music and everything, but, like, they, they would take the time and, like... The art... Art design. They were real though. They yeah, would they take the art sweet. from like Burton, from from ride snowboards, and there was a series of Transformer snowboards. Yeah, I remember that. And and there was a Grimlock one. And everyone that knows me knows I'm obsessed with Grimlock. The board was technically four or five inches too big for me. Didn't care. I bought it because <laughs> because only that size came in Grimlock. The different sizes changed the character on the board. So I was like, I gotta get the Grimlock. So it became my downhill board, right? Just would if I was just doing like big 
big you know mountains but it did nothing for me in the train park because it's just too big but yeah there you go cool guys why don't you chime in let us know what uh you th- what, what games you played growing up or you still currently play um for the action sports genre and um Chime in at bxap.com right in the podcast page. You can leave all your comments. Hit us up in social media, BXAP Gaming, and uh, let us know. Let us know what uh, you know. Maybe Dave Mirror inspired you. Maybe you're you know heavy into BMX. Maybe a pro BMXer listens to this show. I don't know. Maybe it's certainly possible. Yeah. So because anyone can listen anywhere in the world at bxap.com. Damn, that was a plug. In yeah, that was sick. Yeah, I wish I wish the sound of my <laughs> thumb going up and the stupid grin on my face could be conveyed. Yeah, I mean, we'll get there. We just gotta get a sound effect board and we'll we'll get it all set up. Oh, we'll make it happen. Yeah. It'll call it, we'll call it Ethan Cheese. Ethan, yeah. <laughs> there'll just be cheap crowd laughter. <laughs> oh and, man, so. I want to. I'm gonna add a laugh track to the show. That's that's gonna bring the production quality. Good. Away. Yeah, we need, that. we need that. Absolutely. We need the help. Like the Big Bang have, Theory. There's not a joke told in that show. It's just science nonsense. Sense with a yeah. laugh track behind it. Yeah, can we not I bring have. Up? Can we not bring that show up? <laughs> I have an air horn app on my phone. Does that work? <laughs> yep. All right. Pam. So, guys, we're gonna move into uh, the next section. We call it Retro Relapse. Jones in for a classic game. It's time for Retro Relapse here on Bit by Eight Bit. Retro Relapse. Uh, in this, we pick a game right before uh, the show. We get to play it, analyze it, look up some stuff about it, and then come and and really give it give it. We come. Uh, we we break it down, break it down, talk t- talk about it on the show. So this week we chose Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two. Okay, if you haven't played Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two. Stop listening to this episode and go play and it. Go play it because yeah. you have to. It's so good. Um, really, I don't know anybody in my life as far as friends and stuff that didn't at least play this game once. John. John played this game. He did? Oh, yeah. Okay. He's just bad at it. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't know anybody that wasn't bad at it. Oh, John okay. played it, though. Um, so, yeah, we played it on the uh, technically the PlayStation uh, version. Yeah, PS One version, and uh, we played on PlayStation Two. That's where the technicality came in. Yeah, there's your technicality, right? Exactly. But uh, I have a we have a PS One. It was just easier to hook the PS Two up. So, uh, first impressions. What did you think? I mean, how how long has it been since you played Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two? Since I played Tony Hawk Two, I don't think it's lofty to say it's been a decade or more. (laughs) Yeah, I'm right there with you. What I will say. is two weekends ago I was going through my fiance's video games slash seeing the video games I'm acquiring in the marriage. Oh yeah. And she had Tony Hawk three on the PS2. And while she went to work, I definitely put a couple mornings worth of work into that. So when we're talking about first impressions for Tony Hawk two, my thought with Tony Hawk three was, oh, this this aged really well. This looks good for a, a really early PS2 game. Sure. Um, Tony Hawk three released I think on PS1 and PS2. Um, so then going back and looking at Tony Hawk 2 going, oh, wow, this also aged really well. I really thought that by playing Tony Hawk 3 just two weeks ago, I was going to look at Tony Hawk 2 and be like, that looks like poop. But <laughs> I I thought it, it all looked good. It all made sense. Some of that, some of those, well, I guess this was a late PlayStation game. This was, this was released September 
of 2000. So it's a oh, very wow. it's a very late PlayStation, it is very, late. very late N64 game. Um, so who knows? We may have different reactions to Tony Hawk One, which was maybe two years earlier or a year earlier. Um, but you still you think about the, that era, PlayStation One, N64, Sega Saturn. A lot of those games did not age well because they were just very... A lot of them were simple polygons. Yeah. And uh, I thought Tony Hawk 2 looked great, and it still plays just as good as ever. They're, you know, they're, they add, they only added more mechanics to the Tony Hawk series as it went on. I mean, I, I think the last I played was Tony Hawk's Underground 2 or something. Yeah. I didn't play American Wasteland. I never played any of the downhill games. Uh, or the ones I, where you stand on the board. Yeah, the downhill jams. <laughs> but the mechanics were still there at the root of the series and it was you if you played a Tony Hawk game in the last 10 years you could pick it up and you could play you could do your kickflips you could do your grabs the 900 is still the same button combination yeah so it still felt really good yeah i i agree with that and then on the visual side i was like i was surprised for a game on the PS1 that's you know PS1 some of these games you look they're very polygon and with some of the more current TVs they just do not they, they do don't not, transfer well. Don't the transfer color well. is yeah. off. And the like, texture's bad. Yeah. And like no. you, you see, they you could see they relied heavily on their cutscenes for for a right. lot of their visuals. But this game, we and we played it on a newer TV. We had a tube TV, but we just it was easier, so we hooked it up to the to the uh, LCD. And uh, I was surprised. It, like, you know, does it look like a PS One game? Sure, but. Could I sit there and make out that like this is a helicopter and those are barrels and like it, like to me oh, yeah. to me I would have if you would have shown me that and I wouldn't have known it was Tony Hawk two and you would have said what system is this from I would have probably pushed it to the PS two easy yeah I would I would have said it's a PS two game I would never guessed it was a PS one game considering some of the PS one games I play where it's like like go play Garbage. Tomb Raider on the PS one and Ooh. it's rough Ooh. it's rough man I mean like. So um, yeah, I was I was that was uh, very impressive. I also need to just like just say this real quick that Tony Hawk Pro Skater Three was on the N sixty four. I knew it. Okay, you're right. Yes. That that may have been one of the very last ones released. I did not think yeah. it was. Okay, so I thought. What year what, did it come out? I I I don't have. The, oh yeah, I do have that. Uh, twenty two thousand one. Okay. Yeah. So so that's what I was gonna, I was gonna say like. It also they, came out on the GameCube. They pushed. Yeah, yeah. I know. I played it on the yeah, GameCube. Yeah, because it came out on PS2 as well. I think it was out on Xbox. Yeah, like, so legitimately. It was one this, of those games. Where they, they those games both. came out fast. Yeah. After yeah. that first one, they came out yeah. fast. I didn't and it think was it'd like, be on the 64 because yeah. the cartridge size limitations. Because they really had to scale back Tony Hawk 2 to fit it onto. The, you know, they took out all the, the video scenes. They took out like half yep. the soundtrack oh. to fit Tony Hawk 2 onto a 64 cartridge. So being that they were making the jump to next gen, I didn't think it would be out on 64. So I'm impressed by that. Yeah, and it came in. A, it was a black cartridge. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. I remember those were blue. Uh, yeah, 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 blue. Yeah, it was blue. You're right. Uh, for two, I think. Yeah, but. Anyways, that has nothing to do with what we were talking about, but <laughs> I just realized that I was right. You were know? right, I was wrong. Yeah. Whatever. Anytime I can get one up on the producer, I have to, you know? Why not? Because normally I'm listening two hours away after it was recorded, like, they had all these facts wrong, and I just have to let it go. Yeah, exactly. So now I get to be here, be live, and be <laughs> wrong. But. Oh, man. All right, well. Um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, let's, let's get the 8-bit scale out here. And well, I just want to say. Oh, yeah. Say, say that. It. Say it. I'm going to say what I mean to say. Say it. 
Say what say you what, mean to say. Yeah, we didn't pay for this song. <laughs> I think you had to say what you need to say anyway. So that's what wrong. Um, anyways, uh, I, I, oh, I love this game. Yes. It immediately felt like I needed to steal your copy and your PlayStation and take it home with me so he, I could yeah. create my own skater and play it or play a Spider-Man and Skater Heaven yeah. for like hours on end. By, by steal it, like, we were doing turns, right? We we'd have a time limit, and we'd have to hand the control around, and and before we knew it, it was like it'd be Ethan's turn, then be then be Chop's turn, and then be Jason's turn, and then be Chop's turn, and then it'd be <laughs> yeah. And we're like, we're like, wait a minute, Chop's got like four plays, and we all got like one. You know, I love those yeah. games. Yeah, he just kind of kept putting his hand in there and taking the controller. Mm. It's like here, I'll take that. Here, I'll take that. Well, that was the nice thing about the three minute round in the art, sort of oh, the arcade fast. style of yeah. the career mode. Yeah, absolutely. where you could just keep passing the controller, and that yep. was part of the. Fun I was of those games. very impressed with the load times. Very yeah. impressive. On a PS1 be, game again. I think too. it was because of the PS2 probably mm. helped kick that up. Yeah, a little more. Because the PS1, I could, I, I remember it being very slow. But yeah. it, it loaded really quickly for an old game, and I forgot how responsive the physics were. That's what I you mean. Know? The, game the jumping, good. the grabs, the kick flips. It was really responsive. And it's bad when I can sit there and say, I haven't played Tony Hawk 5 that long ago. The, t- the two felt better. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's weird, but mm-hmm. no, that game was. Yeah, I that, I was the same way. We were using a uh, a wireless controller, not even. Which there was a little lag, I think. Yeah, in there, and but... there was a little off, but even so, even having a controller that wasn't the best mm-hmm. s- s- setup, uh, I was still like amazed with the mechanics of the yeah. game. The mechanics are just good. So, but um, with that being said, we all loved it. But let's get, let's put it on the eight bit scale. Chops, what do you give it? Give it eight out of eight. Eight out of eight. I get a perfect perfect eight. score. Um, Ethan, what do you give it? For things I mentioned earlier in the show, um, good. You know, we talk about good game mechanics. It aged well. The innovation of the skate park design, create a skater. Uh, just the in the legacy it's had. Like it, you know, I think back on how much fun I had. No, I can still have that much fun playing it today. You know, sixteen years after its release have to give it an eight genre defining it's, it's oh yeah. yeah it still holds up it's an eight yeah uh i agree with everything that ethan says and then i'll throw in the soundtrack on top of it oh. that the audio uh it, itself it, it gets an eight, eight out of eight like there's so many games that we loved as a kid that when you play them now you're like man i wish it was as good as i remembered but this game actually it, it's yeah, we I, we could have we sat there and played this game longer than we should have. We started recording this show later because we played that game too long. Yeah, and you know, in, in previous previous uh, retro relapses, it was like one go, everybody gets, and we're going <laughs> yeah. record. It was like cool. Let's get down there and talk about this giant turn. <laughs> Wall Street Kid. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, you put too much time into that. I was I I wanted to win. <laughs> I make that money. I just wanted to win. Yeah. But. Um, you know that that it, it gets the perfect score, guys. If you haven't played this game, uh, it's a, it's a pretty affordable pickup. You can pretty much grab Tony Hawk Two on almost every goddamn. I mean, you could probably download it anywhere. Well, you can that too. Yeah, it looks but... like you paid a dollar for yours. I think. <laughs> yeah, I did. I found it. A, I found that one. I found so the copy we played this time. I found it for at a garage sale. You know, and I picked up the uh, Dreamcast edition of it too for at, at a different garage sale this this last year. So I I didn't get a. I had a really good game hunting season at the at the garage sales uh, 
last in 2015. So hopefully we'll have another good round 2016. But I do real quick have to admit to dropping the ball for our Dave Mira sparking the inspiration for the show. I was in charge of bringing my copy of Dave Mira Pro BMX. And I didn't. I just dropped the ball. So, but I'm still happy to get into Tony Hawk too. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, action sports all around. Uh, you know, Tony Hawk is the thing that started it. And then uh, I don't think you would have got these BMX games no. if it wasn't for Tony Hawk. So, um, just like I know, Amped wouldn't like a lot of these games that, that I enjoyed wouldn't exist if Tony Hawk hadn't done what he did. So, um, but yeah. Uh, there, there you have it, guys. That's been Retro Relapse for Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 on the PS1. Uh, you can, like I said, pick it up on many other systems, along with, like Jobs was saying, you probably could download it all over the Anywhere, place Anywhere, probably. But uh, check it out. It's a ton of fun. Um, uh, just a reminder, Retro Relapse, you guys can send in your own recommendations. So if you, uh, if you have a game that you'd like us to play from the... Uh, we, we, we cut off at the... Xbox, GameCube, and what's, what am I missing there? PS2. PS2. The big one. So that stuff, back. Backwards. Uh, pretty much anything you can recommend. If we have it in the collection, uh, which another huge announcement, we broke the 1,000 game mark. Woo! Yay! Yeah, we're, we have a problem. Um, so, yeah, uh, if we have it in the collection, we will gladly play it. We'll give, you a, shout, we'll give a shout out to the person that recommended it. And uh, if we don't and we can acquire it for a reasonable price, we will. But um, send in all your requests to info at bx8b.com. Or, again, you can head over to bx8b.com, go to the Legend of Retro uh, podcast page, and you can leave it right in the comments there. Uh, that's where we do a lot of conversation with our with listeners and uh, just kind of hang out and, and chit-chat back and forth. So feel free there. Or social media, BXAB Gaming, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you want. But yeah, send in your requests, guys. We'll uh, we'll build it up. I know we I know there's a couple that we're still working on, trying to get a hold of uh, Shadowed Hearts for the PS2. Um, surprisingly, trying to get a hold of uh, Ghostbusters. Uh, I have it for the NES. It's at my parents. It's in my parents. Like most Fan- my, most of my games are at my fiance's yeah. well, house. Well, see, you lived two hours away uh, a few weeks ago, so yeah. now we have Ghostbusters. So Ghostbusters on NES. It's yeah. still at my parents' house. Bring right. that shit. Yeah, bring that. We need Next to get that. Week, out. Yeah, we need we'll to get see. that out of the way for LPJ. So, no, um, I'm not bringing it. If, it's, if I know it's for LPJ, <laughs> I'm going to go home and melt my copy just to spite him. Yeah. So, all right. Well, guys, that's uh, that's been Retro Relapse. We're going to move into some uh, emails. 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 So, guys, this is where you send in your questions. Uh, we answer them. Here we go. Here's some emails. All right. So, first up. We have an email from Xander, and Xander wants to know when this episode airs will will be one week from Street Fighter Five being released. That is twenty five years ago, roughly, that Street Fighter Two hit arcades and left its mark on arcade history. Who was your favorite character from Street Fighter Two when you were younger? Uh, his favorite was Guile because I couldn't do anyone else's moves. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh man, Street Fighter Two, so good. I I loved. Uh, I I already said I liked E Honda. Even when I wasn't cheating, I was a fan of E Honda and uh, Dalzim. I liked uh, liked him a lot too. But uh, I have to say now, moving forward, my my favorite throughout all through the generations, I've, I've become a huge fan of of Ryu. So, what about you, Ethan? 
for me, so Street Fighter 2 is huge. I didn't get a Super Nintendo until I think I was like 16 years old. Uh, and it came out when I was two, two or three. So uh, pretty, I never got yeah, one. Yeah, I, so I, I got a Super Nintendo here. in the mid-2000s. I have and, one uh, now. Yeah. For my 17th birthday, in so in the year 2005, my brother bought me a copy of Street Fighter 2 on the Super Nintendo. Uh, so that was one of my favorite games, but I always played it at other people's houses. So I was obsessed with it. Obsessed with Street Fighter 2. Every time I could play it, I did. And it was Blanca every single time. Favorite color, green. I love werewolves. It was, and he could shock people, and you could just spam people with the Y, or you know, the, the, the little punch, and oh yeah, Blanca. Hard. I wanted to be Blanca so bad for Halloween. I would just always tell my mom I wanted to be Blanca, and she's like, "What is this Blanca?" And I'm like, "He's like a green werewolf who's electric." And she's like, "Yeah, how about you be a Power Ranger this year?" And I'm like, "All right." And it was like four years in a row. I kept asking. I was like, "Just make me a green werewolf with orange fur," and it never happened. I was never Blanca for Halloween. But I think I, I think once the internet came around, I showed my Michael. This is what I wanted to be when I was a child. So huge Blanca fan. I didn't play a lot of Street Fighter Two. As I said before, terrible at fighting games. Is that the one where you could break cars in between? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, I pretty much would play E Honda so I could beat the car part. <laughs> absolutely, because that was the only thing I would win at in yeah. those games. <laughs> Fair enough. I was absolutely terrible at it. Well, I loved go. watching people play it though. Yeah, absolutely. It's entertaining. Absolutely. Um, all right, well, thank you for the questions, Andrew. Uh, next up, we have a question from Braden. And Braden wants to say, Back in the day, before Final Fantasy VII was even out, there was one other game that sucked the life out of me, and I would still play it to this day if my brother wouldn't have stuck that PBJ in the fucking <laughs> Nintendo. In a, in a fucking... PBJ Nintendo. Blaster. That's, that's, that's a travesty. Hilarious. Blaster Master. Ooh, Blaster was Master. by far one of the coolest underplayed, as in not advertised, games for the NES. Do you guys remember it? And did you ever play it? I don't know if I remember playing. I know it, but I don't remember if I ever played it. He also it. digitally signed this with his penis. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. And um, I just physically licked the screen yeah that yeah he it did. was very sexy so brain you owe me money now <laughs> first of all first of all not only did Please i play dare. blaster master all the time but i still play blaster master <laughs> all the time like when i fire up an nes and i go through my you know wall of nes games Eight out of ten times, I pull Blaster Master out at least to play a little bit before I switch to something else. I love that game. That game was so much fun. I remember playing it as a kid. I didn't even know what the game was. I went over to my friend Keith Kovach's house. I, okay, and I, I walk in. I'm like, "What is this?" And it's this little like vehicle that like it's like a car tank, and it can jump. You know, so it's like a platformer, like Mario. <laughs> well, you're a, car, a fucking tank. You're a fucking car tank. Oh my god, <laughs> it was so good. It's so good. It's so good. Shout yeah. out to Keith. Yeah, shout out to Keith. Yeah, <laughs> but that's how important that game is. I remember. I remember those that 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 va- like super like. That's when I fell in love with that game. I ran to Funko Land. Like I didn't even like my parents had no idea where I went. I just ran. I didn't have any money or you anything. You had the milk carton for weeks yeah. after. I gave that, I gave ha- I gave handies out just to just so I could buy <laughs> Blaster Master. You could Blaster Master anybody to get that Blaster <laughs> that's Master. That's right. Game. That's right. No, but yeah, I, legitimately, I, I think I got in the car and like 
threw a temper tantrum to go get Blaster Master when I left my buddy's house. I was like, I, I need this game, like, in my life now. Please. No, no it wasn't it wasn't please. No, there was no please. No there was zero. Please. It was no. Yeah, I'm gonna get on eBay right now and order it. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds fantastic. No, it but is. I've never played it. You never played Blaster never Master? Played Blaster Master. What about you? I- I've played it a little bit of it, yeah. But wow. Wait, why do I go on eBay when I could just steal it from you? Yeah, yeah. There you go. You touch my copy, I swear to God. <laughs> Back down to nine hundred ninety nine. Motherfucker. Uh, all right, so Braden, thank you for the question, and yeah, that oh, that game is so good, and I am really sorry to hear about the uh, PB and J and the Nintendo. Yeah, I would like to hear more about wow. that. Me too, Braden. Like, write write in like maybe a little bit about that story. Like, what the hell happened? How do you? F- why like, there is no fixing? Why do you? Not, butter, why like... do you put it in there and not in your mouth? That's what I want to yeah. know. Like, that's a know? waste of a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. it's and abuse of a console. I know it's yeah, it's bad. Yeah, your brother instantly. I don't like your brother. I don't even know his name. I don't like him. Disowned. Yep. All right. Uh, anybody else have uh, some? I think Chops, do you have a question? I do. Yeah. I have one from Tim. Tim? All he right. says, is there any retro games that you wish you could play for the first time again now that you're older? Ooh. That is a good <clears throat> question. Now that I'm older. You know, a lot of, like, the early RPGs, I was so young that, like, I now that I play them... I realized that I had no fucking clue what I was doing back <laughs> right, then. Exactly. So those would be those type of games. And I guess if I had to pick one, I would say it's uh Man. I mean Zelda would be one of them, you know, back then like I had I really didn't know what I was doing and I didn't have an older brother mm-hmm. like we've talked about on the past episode. My parents weren't into gaming, so it was just me just running around and the screens would shift. I didn't understand that like that like I was that there was a pattern that I was supposed to, to progress the game, I was supposed to go in a certain way. So I think I just did circles, you know? And the bad guys would keep coming back. And I just kill things until I got bored and then I turn it off. <laughs> now I visit it back and I guess not I guess, you know, now I enjoy it and I understand it more. But th- that would be something that definitely I would like to replay if I had the understanding back then. Yeah, if it was fresh. You know? Or um, Earthbound. Earthbound would be another one. You know? I'm playing it now, but sometimes what's tough is, like, turn-based is hard for me now. Now that, like, yeah. a, lot of these, a lot of these newer games have kind of ruined turn-based for me, where it's hard for me to sit through an entire game that's turn-based. But it is so good that back then, when that was just the, the standard... And if you played a game that that was the way you played it, I would have enjoyed, you know, probably loved loved that game more. You got one, Ethan? Yeah, yeah, a game that you know you talk about Zelda, something you'd love to go back and do. I wouldn't want to go back and do Zelda because I know how much it captured my imagination as a child, and there's no way the original Zelda would have captured my imagination the same way as it did back then. It just wouldn't have. Like it was enchanting. The first Zelda game was a life experience for me as a child, but a game that was equally as important to me as a child that I'd love to experience as an adult, Wolfenstein 3D. I okay. played it a ton. I yep. loved it. We had like a shareware version and I was just mowing down Nazis and dogs and eating dog food and finding secret gold and killing Hitler. And I would love to have never played it before and all of a sudden just be like, what is this really amazing game where you kill Robo Hitler? This is the coolest thing ever <laughs> to exist. Yeah, I know that you know, 2016 me would think it was the best game ever. 
Yeah, so you pull you pull out Zelda that you wouldn't want to do that. That's why Metroid didn't get brought up. Yeah. Like I would never take Metroid out of my childhood. Exactly. Even though, oh, yeah. even though clearly I had to grow up a little bit to understand how to beat that game. Right. Just, right out the gate, there was no way. So what about you, Chops? I'd have to I'd probably say Monkey Island, the very first Monkey Island, because I didn't get a lot of the humor, and it, there were some puzzles in there. By the time it came out, I mean, I watched my brother play, so I didn't. it was harder for me to figure them out and use that creativity. But it was one of those, it's, it's such a unique game that if I could play it for the first time now, I would have been like, Shit! Why isn't there like thousands of games like this? Like I would have, I would have absolutely loved it with all the humor, with all the unique like characters that are in it and the dialogue. I love that game. Period. But to to experience it older, like my brother's age when it first came out, would have been awesome. Yeah, no, that's that's another good answer for sure. Um, man, that's a good question. I like that question. I could I could really like sit there and think about it and probably come up with a, a couple good more uh, yeah. options. But who sent that in? Tim. Tim, yeah. thank you, Tim. Yeah, thanks, Tim. That was thanks, a great question. Tim for asking something insightful and it wasn't about dicks or anything. So I know, real pretty, genuine. That's a real good, good break from what we poop. normally do. <laughs> it wasn't about you know any <laughs> secretions. We get that from time to time, but we appreciate those too. Yeah, we appreciate any any love sent our way or hate. Fuck it. We'll eh, take whatever. it. I'd prefer hate. Yeah. <laughs> I want I want hate mail to start coming in. All right, well, okay, no. We're never going to give it out. Just address. direct it at me. Oh, I want okay, hate good. mail yeah, at yeah. me. Um, we got any more? Is Do you have any more? Nope. No? Okay, so. We got one left? Yeah, we got one left. Uh, we always uh, we always save them. At BXAB, we always save this guy, you know, best for last, as we say. Speaking of dicks. And yeah, that's yeah. why I appreciate Tim more. Yeah, right. Um, so this has been the first time that this has happened that, uh, DD, Dirty Dylan, uh, sent in questions to both shows. Oh, So wow. he's catching on. He's catching on that we split the shows and, and we're getting double, double dosed. He must. Double DD. His internet must be slow this week or something. I, I mean, don't, yeah, I don't know. But. His extracurriculars have slowed <laughs> down. So, all right. So, <laughs> perhaps. Uh, <laughs> we got a question from DD. He says, sup retro turds. It's your boy, DD. Only using one hand on the controller, and instead of the other hand, you use your dick. What in sixty four game would you be best at? Stay filthy, DD. Um, this is an easy one for me, okay? Because basically, I'd slap my dick down on the joystick of the of the controller and use use that to just slap it left, right, or mm-hmm. up, down, and uh, I'd play the shit out of Tetrisphere. Oh, yeah, because I feel like, you know. There's a possibility that that my dick is more accurate and quick than my hands are um, to 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 spin the sphere around, and then my hands can just hit the buttons to drop the pieces in. And if you ever played Tetrisphere, like a the game is terrible, and b <laughs> like it, it doesn't require a ton of work on the joystick. So you know if 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 the dick isn't up for it, like I feel like it can still get me through. And in Blast Corpse because <laughs> why not? <laughs> oh jeez. Um, I, I would have to say first I have to get the dick hard. That's not uh, a problem for you. Um, from oh, what no, I can tell, it's usually always hard. Not a problem at all. You see Enjoy a the fine contours yeah. of the Nintendo sixty four controller. Be- yes, and because of of the of the strength of of my penis, um, <laughs> uh, it would probably be Mario Party. 
Um, one or two. <laughs> oh, I have a new answer. Because, you're, gonna because, get, you're gonna get dick clusters. Because one, I, I would just, I would just fuck it as much as I possibly could on the button mashing ones, and then I would just like set it on a joystick and then like gyrate my hips. I, have and I wouldn't new, have to worry about blisters. I have a new answer. I have to. I have to. Re, I have to add a, a part two to mine, and that is simply this. It would be Pokemon Stadium, <laughs> and it would be the multiplayer section where I would play the Harden game over and over again. How perfect would that be? That'd I be mean, perfect. come on. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be, that'd be great. Because some of those games were like two buttons. They were. Yeah, right, 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 exactly. And you just, just slap it. Exactly. Just, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. What about you, Ethan? So I, I have two thoughts. <laughs> I have two thoughts. My first thought would to say... WrestleMania 2000 <laughs> because of all the things I've done throughout my life, academically, professionally, career-wise, personally, personally, there's nothing I've ever been better than, better at than WrestleMania on the Nintendo 64. I'm okay. excellent at Fair it. Enough. I'm, Fair enough. I, can, I, am, I can agree to that. I can, I can definitely agree to this that I will never, I will never. That could be at a fight night. I will never play <laughs> that game with this man ever again in my yeah. life. I'm the ex- execution of excellence, to quote Bret Hart, yeah. at, at that game. Uh, so I think even missing a hand, just using a dick, I still think I could uh, run some train on everybody. On <laughs> and would you would you create a character as a dick? Well, I know in 2000, you know, there was the wrestler Meat at the time that yeah. just wore, uh, you know, whitey tighties, and I would make him flesh color, and yeah, yeah, I'd just be like a naked man. Okay, so I'd I'd rock that. Yeah. I'd, I'd handle my business. So I, I that's just maybe me being cocky. Little, little joke there. Uh, that's just me being cocky about that one. But wow. the, the other one, I think realistically, uh, Beetle Adventure Racing. <laughs> Beetle, Adventure. Beetle Adventure Racing. Now, I think, would the dick do the steering? Oh, man. I think so. I, yeah. the, I remember the steering for it being, uh, it was tight. It was, it was a, a good tight game. Steering. That's a good game. You could, yeah. It, you it's could hard. Do Rocket I never made it like the third level. You could do Rocket League probably pretty well if it was on an N64. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's oh just, just a joystick game. Yeah. What other yeah. joystick, just joystick games are there? I don't know. This is Super Monkey. Was Super Monkey Ball in the sixty four? No, 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 no. Is it Dreamcast? 2, GameCube era. Well, first of all, the Super Monkey Ball is a Sega game, yeah. and back then Sega just still Dreamcast. had its own system. So yeah, no. Darn. Super Monkey Ball though, you could rock a dick on that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like how we're now thinking to, of yeah, games. To be fair, games. when I wasn't playing Tiny Hawk <sighs> Three, my fiance has Super Monkey Ball, so that's what the other game. There you we go. Were playing. You can try it out. Yeah. Well, well, out. well, we'll save that for the honeymoon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh boy, hey, that's a fucked up honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to Cancun and we're gonna play Monkey Ball the whole time <laughs> with my penis. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna listen to this, and I'm not gonna be allowed to hang out with you guys. No, <laughs> actually, what'll happen is you're gonna be coming back and be like, well, uh. I'm not going to Cancun anymore. <laughs> I'm also not getting married anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that that deposit is gone. Yeah, yeah. First of all, <laughs> she, first of all, she's seen you play video games with your penis plenty of times already, and she still was willing to marry you. I don't think you have anything because he's worry hung. About. Like this his, isn't true. His penis, yeah. I've is, heard, is like not. wraps around an N64 controller the true. long way. <laughs> It's it's like it really color wise and everything. It looks like you chop Krang's tentacle off after about three inches. Yeah, well, uh, let's call the show it, here. Yeah, Agree yeah, to okay. disagree. This was a video game podcast. 
All right, guys. Well, this has been episode five of the Reg, the Reg, the Regrind of Retro, the Regrind of Retro. We've lost, <laughs> we've lost it all. It's all downhill from here. Oh. Fuck it all. Dump the gasoline. Light the it? match. Burn this bitch to the ground. Thank you for listening to the Legend of Retro show. You can find this episode on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, along with the whole library of retro shows and the BXAB podcast, which airs on Tuesday evenings. You can go to bxab.com to find the podcast, Legend of Retro, or thelegendofretro.com to find the podcast there as well. Like, share, subscribe, all our social media accounts, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Tumblr. You can find us at BX8B Gaming. Tell your friends. Tell your family. If you don't, you'll have a curse for seven years, um, and you'll probably get warts on your toes. It's the worst feeling in the world. This is all true. <laughs> it's, uh, it's scientifically proven. <laughs> we have a doctor that has has <laughs> signed a, a statement that this is all true. Absolutely. Dr. Mike. I've seen the signature. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> Anyways. Guys, thanks. Uh, we'll see you next Thursday. And, uh, you know, don't ever forget about uh, retro video games because... Because they never forgot about you. Yeah, that's true. True love. We'll Leg- see you next week. The guys. legend continues. Next week. Next week. On the Legend of Retro Podcast! I'll leave now. <laughs> <laughs> well, see ya. Well, see ya.